There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Hi. Hey. Well, that came to a crashing halt. Crashing anybody? The waves? No, I know. That's why I said. Okay. Well. Well, uh, crashing. Yeah, that was relaxing. Okay. That's what I used to go to sleep. I know. Listen I was to the crashing the waves. Because it's the white noise. You use waves? White noise. Yeah. Oh, cool. And black noise. I'm not discriminati- <laughs> discriminatory. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> but not Latino noise. Nah. Can't fuck with that shit. That'll wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Should we intro ourselves? It's the summer edition. I think we should not intro ourselves in the summer edition. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm Jamie. Jamie, I said we weren't going <laughs> to... Oh, sorry, sorry. I don't listen ever. <laughs> wow, my voice got real... A little dorkier. Yo, guys, I'm doing the... the, the, the <laughs> Let me read my phone real quick. Uh, I can't read my handwriting. Uh, Seriously, Mike, this isn't funny. This bit's going on way too long. What did I say the other day? It's not that type of party, Mike. No. <laughs> this, is the new, this is the new Rachel. Oh my god! This is the new Rachel saying when when she's when she means <laughs> business. When she means business, she'll tell you, "Yo, this ain't that type of party." And you already know. Yeah. Now we already know when she says it's that. Yeah. That's no, a real, that's a real, real shit. Thing. No silly it's banter. True. Take it's true. Serious. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Hilarious. I mean, though, is that off? I mean, what would you rather? No, I liked. I was saying it. Yeah. Like the uh, like January five days after, minutes like a week like, after. You love it so much, you keep bringing it up. <laughs> well, I'm tell. I have to tell Mike. So <laughs> Mike, that. Mike is, is the that one. Type of party? I've it, already told him like five times in the last two they, days. And you said it like that. I'm was, so proud of you. I was yeah, like, Mike, but Mike, you're Mike. you're you're in another party, so you didn't hear it when Jamie said it in front of you. 
Jamie would say it right in front of you. It's not that type of party. And you're just in another planet. And you didn't hear it. She was in another mm. party. Like, Jamie would have to be like, let's do it one more time. One more time. She'll probably get it this time. Go, go, go. Say it. I, I did need a little bit of help there. Because I Mike needed two people to kind of remind him what type of party it wasn't. He needed a second person? Yeah. Are you but. serious? <laughs> so someone else told you it wasn't that kind of party? Who? Who was that? Why are you making up things? For entertainment purposes. We need, yeah. Huh? Reinforcements. We need, we need the jokes, too. Okay. I'm just kidding. Wow. We don't need the jokes. Wow. Here we are. Summer predictions. What are we predicting? So we're predicting stuff that probably is has already happened when this airs. Yeah, man. But it hasn't happened yet because we're living in the past. Correct. Mm. Oh, or the okay. present. Wow. I like the present. The present. <laughs> wow. I like, wow. I like the sound yo, of Yo, Jamie, that. stop living in the past, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I have a girlfriend like that. All she does is live in the past. I'm like, you gotta live in the Eek. present. It's so annoying. My boyfriend, he left me. I love yeah, him still. Yeah, it's like, we're not in high school anymore. Uh. <laughs> that happened in high school? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He left me. That happened in 97. I'm what still hurt. It's 21 All right, ago. what are you predicting, Mike? Come on. Mm. Oh, what am I predicting? Like, how specific? This is an open field. You can be specific. You can be vague. This is an open forum. Okay. I'm predicting that um, Eli Manning is going to get hurt in preseason. Damn. So we're going to have our Sucks. rookie quarterback training. Um, I'm predicting that the New York Mets are going to have a huge controversy. Wow. Um, I'm predicting that uh, I probably went to the beach five times already. Ooh, good number. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I'm not good at this. Jamie, mm. what about you? It's hard. Not easy. Yeah. Um, I'm predicting I think I'll have my revenge body by that time. <laughs> You're working on it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right now, it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's under construction. There's a lot of... Uh, what are you constructing? Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, Jamie, please. Right let's not even go there, man. Come on, man. Right now, look. You go to the gym every, once every three months and it's an event. Yo, relax. Like any, I went two months ago. That's enough. Like any type of oh, New York man. construction is going to go over the, the scheduled date, right? That it was supposed they to be done. some now I'm focusing on one specific part of my body at a time. <laughs> what, your, cap, your calves? Like a revenge part of my body. Your not, fingers? Not the whole body. What are you working on? Yo, Jamie, I don't you'll know. You'll see. You'll Jamie, see by the end of the summer. Jamie, our listeners you'll be don't like, know this, but this is a fact. Not that many people know this. <laughs> oh, man. Not that many people know this. You are allergic to sweating. Oh, my God. <laughs> if, if, if I'm lying, call me out on it. You For are real? allergic to sweating. You don't sweat? Uh, what do you, does that mean that I don't like sweat? or I'm, I No, don't you don't mind. You just... You can't sweat. It's you're allergic to sweating. You can't sweat on your, your hair. Your body doesn't sweat. You can't sweat I, on that hair. I try to no. I'll sweat, but I'll try to like hide the fact if I'm sweating. So it'll be a lot of internal. <laughs> you don't like sweating. To sweat. I'll keep it within whatever's like my what. All my sweat stays within my clothes. Wow. And so the parts that are like shown, I keep dry. I just I make sure they're dry. So complicated. <laughs> I don't get it. What? Because if I look, when I sweat in public, I like my skin gets all pink and red. Exactly. And oh. You're like just a sweat. So I and I wear like whatever gel I'm wearing, it seeps into stops, my oh, scalp. Stops running. Wow. It, gets, it just it, I get a lot of marks. So 
I try not to sweat for that. It just looks bad on me. Sweat is not flattering to me. Okay. 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 Got you. Right. You know, you could wear like a, a like a sweatband. A headband. <laughs> or playing tennis in the seventies. That'll absorb all the sweat and the gel. That's like the best excuse not to work out. Yo, I'm allergic to sweating, so it's complicated. Oh my god. Oh, wow. Yeah, once I start sweating in, in the gym, I'm like, all right, I think I'm good. <laughs> I work I worked up oh, I worked up a, a non-sweat. I'm good with working up a non-sweat. Woo! <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Frank. Me, I'm just chilling up on the roof right now by my mom's oh, and shit. Are you the only one in this building that uses the roof? Yeah, nah. Yeah, I, much. I've been living I've been living in that building for the longest, so the super, you know, oh, gives you me the keys and shit. So Oh, I'm he gives you the keys. Yeah, so I have What's I'm, up with the invite though? You've been talking about this shit for like two nah, summers and not once have nah, I had nah. an invite. I mean you yo, look at his roof. It's, yeah. I know, exactly. Throw that, a party. I, Nah, no, but you this can't shit, throw a party. I can't throw a party. This is like this is a party. That's not that type of party, you know. Great usage. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Rachel. Great usage. Yes. Like this some shit. You know, and the cops. What? The cops could come. Fully. You know, you gotta be ready for the cops. It could come. You know, anything could go what? down. Crackhead could be up there. You know, anything could go down. All you know right. what I'm saying? All right. So it's not one of those Yo, type of parties. Speaking of crackhead, we should do a podcast on your roof. Yo, that shit will be crazy. So dope, yo. Wow. We need all the crackheads. Yes. Yes. Whoever comes up. Today's que lo que quickie is Manuel the crackhead. Venga. Today's que lo que yeah, crackhead. Yeah, I got a cigarette. You got a cigarette. <laughs> Mira, That's papa, you interview me, you owe me yeah. a dollar. Let's go. Yes, yeah, so I look forward to my summers overlooking the George Washington Bridge. It's and really beautiful. And overlooking the bri- uh, the whole neighborhood of Washington Heights. It like gives me so much inspiration because growing up, I always looked at that bridge and I always envisioned like, you know, huge dreams. So looking at how they constructed that dream when I was a kid, that bridge, sorry, I always look at that bridge like, wow. So that bridge means so much to me. Well, Frank, Frank did are you, you, cry- are you that, crying, Frank? Did, Frank, did you Ooh. answer that question because you knew Kendi was recording you and it was yes. like a close-up? Yes, yes. Yo, yo, you are yeah, theatrical right there, man. Camera whore. Wow. <laughs> Kendi's like, oh my God, this is the clip for the episode. Frank, thank you. Wow. Shout well, out to the Heights. Shout out to, to Dykeman. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? You can't see Dykeman from your roof. Well, no. I can see. No, I can see pretty. No, I can see okay. Dykeman. I can right. see. I can, I, can, I can see the projects right there, no, you know? Oh, the projects. Well, Sorry, where Mike used to live, you know? Oh, I used to live in the projects. Thank you. But come on, that's that was high, that, that was high class. That was high class project. Can we shout out Mike's summer parties yes, and that please. In, in, his, yes. in his old balcony apartment? Yes, that you know, there those was were one epic. Year. Yes, yeah, there was one year that I threw a house party and the uh, DJ and the speakers were in the, on the terrace. Yo, I thought that she was gonna. I thought the terrace was gonna come down. We had like sixty people in there. But oh my god! Somebody will, will call me and they went in bodega, which was on the corner of one seventy seven Broadway, and they're like, "Yo, how do I get?" To your apartment, mm-hmm. I go. My man's follow the noise. <laughs> you literally heard my house party from like three blocks down, wow. and they follow the noise. And every year, security will come, and it was the same routine. Eh, perate, it was like 150 people in there. <laughs> we would just give them two coronas. Like, okay, todo está bien, okay, You took care of the security yo, with, with beers. Yo, that was just like the whole joke that the security would come, and then it was literally just for a beer run. And then he would just come in there. <laughs> and then that was just, yeah, I don't know. One year, our boy C-Large mm-hmm. jinxed it. He was like, dude, you have like 150 people? Like, what if they, a fight starts? I'm like, come on, oh, man. It's not that no. type of I'm surprised no it's one. It's not that type of party. I'm surprised no one fell off that balcony. Uh, Yo. I'm surprised no one fell off that balcony because everybody was always out there higher or, or tipsy. Having Both conversations at the, at the edge of the balcony. I'm like, I'm surprised. Like there That's was just fucking an, crazy. It yeah. yeah, it would have been, been it would have been horrific. But like oh, a yeah. great story to tell if it happened, you know. Well, 
my prediction is that I'm going to have a banging ass milestone birthday party. Yes. What do you mean by milestone? What are you, what are you, um, what are you celebrating? <clears throat> I don't know if I have to go further than saying that it's a milestone yeah. birthday. Oh, yeah. But when it comes to me, we're very, very specific. What my <laughs> milestone is, oh, but here comes Rachel coming up in the rear and she doesn't want to talk about her milestone. Because you're not proud of your milestone? I'm very proud. Let's just say I'm younger than Mike and it's a milestone. Mm-hmm. And, and we were born in the it. same day and decade. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Oh, no, it's no, factual. No. Can we cut that out, please? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Frank, you 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 were in, born in the same decade as well. All three of us. You yes, were? Yes. 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 yes, mm-hmm. yes. All right. I'd like to stop talking mm-hmm. about this. Okay. Um, Shout out Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> wow. Shout out. <laughs> Rachel was up in there. No. Her, that's what her first milestone was. First time I went to a club was 354. As a baby, I was born there. I was a baby. It was in Brooklyn, right no. down the block. No. no, no, I was born in the back. I have a tattoo of the logo. It's right on my arm. Joke all you want, okay? But I'm making a prediction that my brethren, my friends, will come through and deliver something special. Ooh. Oh. At this event, or leading up to, or something around it, <coughs> because this is a milestone, and you are my brethren. Mm. Okay, plural. Yeah, yeah. Preach, Does that girl. make sense? Plural. Amen. Yeah. So Amen. I am saying in my prediction that y'all will deliver. Okay. That is my prediction. We're delivering something. I'm just saying that expectations. So it's, it's, it's going to be that. It's going to be that type of a party. You gotta stop trying. No, right? now you're trying. Now you're trying. Okay, so I guess we'll rub our crystal ball and see if this all comes true. Yes. Is it time to put the heat back into your relationship with breakfast, but a hot breakfast just sounds like too much work? Well, it's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up Just Crack an Egg. It's a hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you've got to do is add a fresh egg over their hearty breakfast fixins, then stir, microwave, and reignite your love of breakfast. And something else you'll love about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. But even better is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious it is. It comes in seven different varieties, including three brand new kinds, veggie, Southwest style, and protein-packed scrambles. Or just try one of the classics like Denver or All-American. So don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love into your AM. It's time to run with your arms wide open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with just cracking egg. All right, you guys, feeling that? Yeah. It's sunny. SPF 8 on my face. So it's that time of the show where we interview somebody amazing. You're having a hard time staying chill. Yeah, I'm not really a chill person. You really want to be like, oh, my God. I'm not a chill person, but I'm trying, man. So, no, come on, guys. Yo. She, I, I love her, and, and the way we met, oh. we must talk about, because yes. that was incredible. Yeah. She's in everything. She's a dancer. Oh, she's a performer. <laughs> she She's beautiful. She's Miss Carmen Mendoza. Oh, hello. Wow, that was a smooth. Woo! Hello, smooth. everybody. Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud podcast, Yay. Summer Edition. Summer, Summer edition. edition. You have beach hair right now, which is I perfect. do. I have beach vibes, right? Yes. Those are Surprising girls. with us, all this humidity, but... It looks great. God was good to me today. So we had quite a night when we met in person. Yes. We're going to take it back there real quick and then we'll fast forward. Yeah. We were at the 
National Hispanic Media Coalition, Coalition. Mm-hmm. at an award ceremony. We yes. were there for a multitude of reasons, Bago. Yeah, I think Joanna Houseman was uh, honored. Getting honored. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to go and represent because it was here in New York. I yeah. believe it was at the Google space as well, right? Yes. It was a beautiful event. Yes. And you Google were... had the bomb food. How good was that food, though? Was very the best arepas I've ever had. I've been dreaming about those patelitos. Were you Googling? Yo, what, where did these patelitos come from? <laughs> From I the Google space. Hey, Siri. Well, I talked to the girl in catering. You know, you got to do that at a party. Yes. Like, and especially if you see a Latino, <laughs> yes. you're like, come here. Yo, what's the best thing out here? <laughs> and homegirl was like, I mommy everything. Yeah, everything she was, was right. So good. The cake. Remember that yes, big ass cake? Yes. Yo, that cake. Oh my god. I think we went in the corner somewhere and just huffed it down like. Absolutely. Yeah. You didn't want to get judged. Yeah. So first of all, you you're out there right now, yes. hard body in yes. the paint. Out there. So you have this show at the pit, which just happened. Yes. Tell us about it. Uh, Let's see. I don't know. I decided, you know how it is. Sometimes you just need to create your own outlet, right? So (laughs) look who I'm talking to. That's what I did. And I have so many amazing, talented, creative friends, people that I want to collaborate with. And so I just bring my friends onto the show and we put on this comedy variety hour. Uh, I called it What in the World with Carmen Mendoza because, you know, uh, I'm not Carmen San Diego, but I grew up hearing that all my life. So I was oh, like, yeah. I got to take it back now. This is my name, my time. But now they're going to, now they have a movie coming out. So it's going to come all full circle again. Well, you know what? You should cast a real Carmen, okay? Because, you know, I don't know who they've casted yet, but. But I mean, I love that show, you know, growing love up. That I, I really think I may have been named after her. I, I mean, my parents, I mean, do you know any other Latinas named Carmen? No, that's an abuelita name that's like, I was named after like Bis Bis Abuelita. Like, it's a, <laughs> you know, but there was a Carmen somewhere along. But my mom, you know, she like went to Dry. <laughs> you know, she's like, she's like a, a, a computer software person. Really? I can't even do computers, no. But my mom, you know, and I, I remember like, having a computer from a really young age like I was the one who had a computer and everyone would come over to Carmen's house and of course I had the Carmen San Diego game so something tells me I may have been named after her maybe possibly what? Oh, wait can we dive Google no well, we, <laughs> so how was that then growing up that your mom is you know doing all that stuff with the computers and everything like you, did you like get like? Was some... she like control alt delete, honey? <laughs> control alt delete. She's real smart. She's like the tech support in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like we're always like, Mom, how do you fix this and and things like that. I don't know. You know, my sister and I have this conversation often. Um, but let's see. Okay, I I'm an '87 baby. I'm already aging myself. But I remember in oh, school. Honey. I know. I know. How dare I? <laughs> I remember learning in school like how to code. Like, did nobody learn how to do that? You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like I learned how to make my own websites. I learned. You know what I'm saying? Like that was something you learned. And like, I, I mean, I don't know. And I was able to do that at home and play around with the computer. I had my own computer. I don't know. My my mom was just like, what she's kind of computer? A, I had all the computers. I oh, had a Mac. Shit. I had a Dell. Oh, shit. <laughs> Except when it's time to get like a laptop laptop, I remember like it became like tradition to like do Black Friday Thanksgiving and like wait in line. Oh. Yeah, to like get like a bang a new laptop or something. Mm-hmm. My sister though, she was smart. Like before people like 
did this on the regular. Like I remember her and my dad like decided to like bribe some teenagers for their spot in line. And they're like, yo, we'll give you this money right now to give us your spot in line at Best Buy. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody ever did that. Well, back in the day, the deals were really good. Now... No. You get that shit online. Exactly. It's know? like 10% off, whatever. So you would skip like hundreds of people? Because we would like, yeah, my, m- they paid somebody for their spot in line. Whoa. Now you would get it like, you would ask Frank to see if one of his boys is selling it out of the trunk somewhere or some shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. Nah, one of my boys, nah, he sells that Frank shit official, yo. Yeah. He got yeah. that shit from like Dominica DR, yo, for real. It's true. I learned coding for me, gente. So yeah. like, oh, that true. was a way where I. I you know, not to say I was, you know, taking advantage of knowing coding, but I was very popular because I knew how to design pages and stuff like uh, that. Ah, yeah. So that's how I learned the HTML, HTML codes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um. So let's go backwards a little bit. Let's talk about when you came here and how you got your start and what got you into this industry. Wow. It has been a long, winding road, right? But all roads lead to where you're supposed to be. Amen. I've been a performer my whole life, you know. Um, I I still remember, like, my one of my first auditions was for, like, Waterworld. How? I don't know. But I got into a room when I was, like, six years old for that movie. My parents still talk about it to this day. And it was legit one of my first auditions. And I can remember in the car, like, my dad, like, okay, now act sad. And now you got to cry. And now be really heavy. <laughs> and those were my acting classes. Were you practicing like in the were you practicing in the bathtub and shit? Like, no, yo, I'm, all right, yo, it's the water world. Damn. I would I legit, like I've been putting on a show since I can remember. Like I was probably the most annoying child. My parents, oh my God. Okay, so this is terrible, but but I should share this anecdote. The word we can swear on here, right? The of word course. chinga means lots of different things to people, right? Like in you know, for Mexican people, they say chinga tu madre. It, it means like fuck. But in for Guatemalans, which I am, it more means like to bother, like deja de chingar. You know what I'm mm. saying? So like my nickname was chingilinga. <laughs> Like little bothersome. Oh my <laughs> god! Sound like a street fighter. But character. I would, yeah. Chingilida versus Ken <laughs> Ryu. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. And my superpower was talking. You know, like. But I would put on shows. Everybody who came over to the house. Oh my god! What was my favorite thing to do? It was like to pretend I was on like QVC <laughs> selling no, stuff. What would you sell, girl? <laughs> I would sell anything that I would find. But obviously, I would like find my mom's jewelry that she probably brought from QVC. And I was like, and now look at this necklace on sale now. Call now. You know, like I don't know what I would do, <laughs> but. But I also was a dancer. I got a scholarship from Ensemble Español in Chicago. It's a flamenco dance company. My sister was also a performer. I just am a, it was just always like in my blood who I was. And I guess dancing had more tangible results. You know, I played music. I was in the school shows. Those were more, more tangible results. And I feel like my parents pushed me towards that. Um, because I don't remember going to very many auditions after Waterworld. My parents, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You know, they were like, that's enough. Like, I would, like, hear about casting calls, and I'd be like, please, 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 send me over here. Mm. But they just wanted more tangible things for me and always pushed me in a, um, you know, towards academics versus the arts. But, you know, I went to school, got a regular degree. I went to University of Wisconsin-Madison, you know, went to the School of Journalism. 
my sister went there. Okay. And I'm from Chicago, so I know uh, like okay. people from Wisconsin people from Chicago, you know, they go to Wisconsin. And it's a great school, well known for journalism, Chicano Latino studies I studied. Uh what else did I study? And I also got a major in Spanish, easy peasy, you know. Awesome. <laughs> so how did you stumble upon sketch comedy? Okay, uh, Chicago. You know, I grew up in Chicago, so I still remember seeing my first improv show at Second City, City and being like, what just happened? I missed the whole joke. <laughs> and I didn't understand it, you know, but then like, but then someone was like, no, that's where they train people from SNL. And I was like, oh, got it, got it. Okay, good. That's good to know. And then, you know, uh, later on, once I got older, I found out about Improv Olympic. So I did, you know, the Improv Olympic program in Chicago. And, you know, I was just like, all right, who are the people that I like, whose career I like, and what did they do to get there? So I, you know, I was like, I got to do some improv sketch comedy, you know? So I've dabbled in all of it. I do my stand up, I do my improv, I do my sketch. And I really love the genre of like parodies and doing things like that. Um, and I love political comedy as well. And I think right now is the time to do things like that. Was that like a natural, like creative skill that you always had, but just kind of kept, you know, not hidden, but kind of, you know, you know, you were just doing other things. And all of a sudden, once you saw, you know, actual sketch comedy live, it was like, oh, wait a minute, this is something that I've always wanted to do. Or was it like, oh, let me let me train myself in in this in this art, this art form and see how I can get better. You know what I mean? Like what was like was it a natural thing for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm the type of person that's definitely always like, I want to try that. I want to do that. I want to do so many things all the time. I want to still learn how to, like, do gymnastics. In my mind, if I could, I could still be, like, a ice skater, figure skater or something. Ice capades? <laughs> you could do water world ice capades. Go version. for it. You know, in my mind, anything is still possible. So yes, I'm, I'm of the, I'm definitely of the school of thought where, like, if I see something, I'm like... I see it, I do it. You know, like, I just want to try. I'm like, I got to do that. I want to be there. And that's actually the funny part is, is that, like, I love sometimes being on stage so much more than I love being in an audience, <laughs> you know? And that's how I know, because I'm in the audience like, let me on that stage, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it was a natural instinct to want to do that. And I've my dad's a very funny person, and I think it was just, like, in the blood. Like, my aunt, uh, my family's from Guatemala. Like I mentioned, my aunt's a comedian. She's, like, a big-time comedian. And I didn't grow up, like, hearing her telling jokes, but it's just so wild how, like, it's your ancestry, your talent comes from your ancestry, I feel like. That comes from the people who came before you. I, I didn't know. I Like I said, I grew up here in the U.S., not with my family. I didn't know until I was much older that my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, was a dancer. No way. Oh. My paternal, she like, uh, there's a story that she ran away with the Russian ballet and this and that. And wow. who knows? But, Juicy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I didn't know that, honestly, till I was like 25 or something. And, and, you know, dancing, I know we haven't gotten to that yet, but like dancing is how I make my living. Right. I, other than being an actress, you know, I'm a dance teacher and, um, but like all of these things have come from somewhere, my family for sure. And, and what made you come to New York? Oh my goodness. Uh, I got an internship with CAA believe it or not. Yeah. Yo, talk about full circle. Wow. And I was like, what's having an agent? I was like, what's all of this? You know, and I, you know, worked at the front desk, got to see lots of famous people coming right. in and out. And then after that, you know, I was like, okay, let me 
you know, use my journalism degree for something. I went on to work for Condé Nast. And, you what know, were you doing at Condé Nast? Oh, I did all the things. I started off as I freelance wrote for a couple of their publications. And I was an operations manager. So I was in ads, selling ads, managing all kinds of things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I, they, I wanted to break into being a reporter there. And then, you know, I, I did my first few stories and then I was like how much do reporters make oh hell no oh hell no put me in the ad sales department you know so but um but all the while that I was working a regular corporate job every day I would just leave my job to go take a dance class to go take a writing class a comedy class to go to an improv show you know what I'm saying I was just living to do all these other things and one day, by the grace of God, Condé Nast, you know, publishing is not what it is. I worked at a daily newspaper that no longer exists. Oh, well, it's one? digital WWD? now. WWD? WWD, Women's Wear Daily. Yeah. It was still a daily newspaper and we got bought out and it was like wild seeing all of these people who had dedicated their entire life to something just be pushed out without... An iconic brand. Too. You know what I'm saying? An iconic In editors. the fashion industry. You know, iconic editors, iconic contributors to this to this publication and people who just whew, went by the wayside. And I was like, man, this is not what I want to happen to me. I don't want to dedicate my life to a corporation all my life. And then once I get too old, too expensive, they get rid of me. And I didn't know how I was going to figure it out. But like I got like a, a job teaching dance. And so I would like give dance classes in the morning and then and then, you know, rehearse at night and, and do my things at night and can that's you, what I did. Can you talk a little bit about that, your job and what that entails? Because I know that you were mentioning how like Madhop Ballroom, that's what you that's yes. what you do. So if anybody knows Madhop Ballroom, it's like an amazing, beautiful documentary oh. um, that was filmed specifically in New York, but I have artist residency so I'm an artist in resident at schools and but I specifically teach ballroom dance to fourth and fifth graders but I'm a yeah I'm a part of their like daytime curriculum and this program is all over New York like I've met plenty of people like my age who are like Carmen I did that program when I was in school and that's how I got my start and I know some of those people are now on Broadway and stuff so um the program we go in there we teach them some dances and but mostly the experience is about social emotional learning right these children learn a lot and they're able to uh, be good at something when perhaps they're not good at other things right like a lot of times success in the dance floor translates into success in their academics or their self-esteem or getting along with their peers building problem-solving skills it's a beautiful program Fantastic. I recommend the movie yeah they, they have two documentaries um, dancing in Jaffa where our creator goes to like an Israeli-Palestine border town to go like teach the kids how to dance and get along. You should watch it. It's intense. The creator of my program, his name is Pierre Dulane. He's a very good man. If you know the movie Take the Lead with Antonio Bandera, that was based off of him. Yeah. Yeah. No, J-Lo's not in it. No, oh, I'm thinking of another dance movie with J-Lo. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, that one's with Richard Gere. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, but it, yeah. but it's like one of those like movies like where I just like, you know, go to these schools and try and bring these kids some kind of joy and cultural experience, you know, because who's to say that they would have access to something like that? It's so, you know. 
you have been doing some fun TV lately. Yeah. Miss Thang. Let's talk about Full Frontal with Samantha B. Alter yes. Latino. Yes. Like, am yes. I saying that right? Alter Latino? Alter Latino. Alter Latino. No, it's Alter Latino. Alter Latino. Honestly, yeah. I don't freaking know because for the longest <laughs> time, I was calling it Alter Latino. <laughs> Because I, I don't know. That's what I thought it was. I swear to you. Even after, like, I had had the script in my hands. I was like, yeah, I'm on this new show. Alte Latino. Like, that's not even the show. <laughs> I had it all wrong on my resume. Well, shout so, out to Arturo Castro. Yes, yes, yes. Tell us about your experiences. And, you know, because yes. I'll say this. Like, us all being in this sketch comedy sphere, we don't often see it translated onto television. Yes. So, to have worked on two of the greatest, or, I mean, from They're what like, I hear, yeah. Um representation of what sketch comedy is today tell us the experience girl. yeah well samantha b uh aired uh arturo show is still airing um i'm not even sure what episode they're on yet but mine hasn't aired yet so <laughs> okay but tell uh, us about what you did what you played yeah so on samantha b i pay i played a parody of veronica lodge so i was like it was like a riverdale thing uh <laughs> it was really great though very smart you know she's always doing real smart things and it was just um Full Fronterdale and encouraging people to get vaccinated. Full Fronter, full, full Fronterdale is where the rebels have a cause, right? So it, it, we did a story about this kid who was like 19 years old and got vaccinated behind his parents' back because his parents were non-vaxxers. Wow. So that fellow was real so smart. So relevant right now. He's so relevant, yeah. <laughs> and Samantha B was so nice, so personable. Arturo, too. Wonderful show. Our sketch is real funny. Give it us a takes place teaser. in the future. It takes place in the future. Uh, so you can, you can already imagine what the future is going to look like. I'm pointing at us. Hey. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. so it's about, uh, you know, a beautiful brown future. How beautiful is it? We'll find out. You know, what's going to be left of this earth? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But, um, but yeah, I mean, both experiences have been lovely. And, I, you know, I, I really can't wait to keep doing more comedy. It's great. Can we, because this is something I was reading here. Can you talk about that Kat Dajian oh, yeah. thing that you are a part of? Because that's like just the title. That was title my big of, break. That was yes, my big break. Yes, can we talk about that? Because like even just the title alone, that's, that's yes. freaking hilarious. Yes, believe it or not, um, I like... So I had been doing my comedy for years, but like actually going to an acting studio, I hadn't. I had a knee injury. I couldn't dance. So I was like, let Damn. me go. I know, literally, a partner dropped me. Yes, I'm like a ballroom dancer. A partner dropped me, didn't catch me, busted my knee. I couldn't teach. I couldn't work. And so finally when I got off crutches, I still couldn't dance. I was like, let me go to an acting class. Oh and my, my teacher was like, you have to audition. Wait, it's what happens with that? What happens with your relationship with that partner oh, after that happens? Oh my, nothing. I, I, no, I'm just kidding. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what happens. Oh, that mother trucker, you know? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um ah! That's how I feel. Are you? No, All right. that's how I feel. But also, like, I'm a firm believer of like everything is always working out for me. Back to the beach vibes. Everything is always working hey. out for me, even when it feels like it's not. You know, and that's like my mantra. And so, I was like, okay, if this happened to me, it has to be for a reason. Let me change paths. So I'm like, let me go to an acting class. Mm. Kid you not, my first audition was Kat Dashians. 
And I was already a singer, had already been doing my musical comedy. First audition was Kardashians, and I got cast as Kim Kardashians. Uh, now you, right? now you may all be asking yourself, what the hell is a Kardashian? <laughs> so imagine Andrew Lloyd Webber's cats reimagined as the Kardashians. So it was, yeah, Kardashians. It was, it was hysterical. I mean, where was that performed at? We were in two different theaters. We were, oh, where is that theater? Oh my goodness, the Lower East Side. We were, but then we wound up in uh, on off. Broadway on Broadway um, I think that that place close to it was like the same place that had like 50 shades of gray oh, okay. um, but it was like a nice big theater in Times Square we were on you know had our picture up there awesome. I think you should bring that back because now that the Cats trailer the actual movie trailer came out and everybody was freaking everybody please, out please tell the producers yeah, Bob I, and Tobley McSmith <laughs> bring it back okay bring it back <laughs> bring, it right. back, bring it back yeah yeah I think no. we want to see this well you know we got like sued by Andrew Lloyd Webber no it was that was why we got so much coverage and why it became so hype because it, it, it he like you know he you know he he sent out a cease and desist and it was funny because they started coming to the shows and we always knew it was like these two mm. like lawyers that would like come and watch mm. us in suits and <laughs> shit yeah and they're like Bad you have ones. to yeah they're like you have to change all these songs but let me tell you something that they stole so our show came out before uh, cats like re-released on Broadway and so I don't know if you guys remember cats but in the beginning of cats it's like Ours was hilarious. So I'll, I'll, I'll sing a line from ours. Ours was like, are you an Armenian cat? Right? Like, that's one of the lines, which is hysterical. Um, and, like, they were known to, like, go into the audience and, like, creep the audience out for that beginning part. So we went out there with our selfies. Now, our show was revolutionary. We we were live streaming. I was Snapchatting the whole show, really texting people, like, call me, guys. I'm on stage. Like, <laughs> you know, like. And we would go out into the audience and, like, take selfies. And we encouraged people to, like, film it and post it online. Because, honestly with these Kardashians every night was a different show because something was happening you know Ken you know Kylie was breaking up with Saiga and this and that and it was a genius show oh but here's the bit they stole we all got Lumi cases with like flashing lights and took selfies they did the same thing in their show and the reboot Oh, wait, in the actual Cats reboot? Yes, correct. They um, have Broadway. Lumi cases? They came out and took selfies with the audience. Oh, snap. So those guys, they were actually scouting They, they were stealing our bits. We yeah, should have sent them a cease and desist, but I don't think anybody owns selfies, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody does, it's Kim Kardashian. <laughs> so tell us about your involvement here in New York on the sketch and improv scene, like UCB, Pitt. You got shows at yes. both. And, you know, tell us what it's like being a Latina, going through that those systems. You know, um, they're both wonderful. But what I do have to say is um, the Pitt People's Improv Theater, like, open their arms to me from, like, the moment I met them. Like, um, you know, I went to, like, a level zero improv because I had done their writing classes. They have wonderful writing classes. They bring guest teachers from all over. And, um, but I took, like, a level zero improv, and my teacher was like, hey, we have a scholarship, a diversity scholarship and internships. You should check it out. And that's what I did. And honestly, like, I, I... Uh, interned there for years and so like every class that I took was with like credits from interning I worked in the box office at the bar in the office I learned everything that I could about that theater and about the industry and you know UCB what can I say UCB is the bomb they put on great shows I took classes there my teachers are great they have a great curriculum Mm -hmm. you know what can I say Um, they're both great you know but they've been good to me in different ways the pit was like hey you know we like what you got. Like, let's help you take more classes. Right. If that makes sense. Awesome. 
So yeah. the so the future. The future. What's it gonna be? Four or five years from now. Yes. What's Carmen doing? I don't know. Let, let's let's predict some things. Let me let's see. <laughs> uh, let's predict some things. Shoot, where could I see myself? So many mm-hmm. places. But let's just say I feel like I could be a correspondent on the Daily Show. You I was know gonna, what I'm saying? You know, honestly, Everybody was, tells me that. Yeah, I was going to say that. Because <laughs> so you were saying listening. that you were getting, because Frank and I went to see the show. Yeah. And you did an amazing AOC parody. Yes, yes. The J-Lo song. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> that's really, to combine comedy and politics, you know, that's a muscle. Yeah. So I definitely can see that. I feel like that's my forte. I'm a news junkie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've led many lives. Another thing that I was like, oh, I, I want to try that was like politics. Like, I interned in D.C. in my undergraduate career like every year. Wow. I worked for Barack Obama in the Senate. I was a member of the Congressional Hispanic Caucus Institute. Like, I went to both of Barack's inaugurations. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm in the know. Like, I know what's going on. And to me it's that's why I think I pursued journalism and why it was so easy for me to pursue the academics side of it as well because I love storytelling and, and understanding you know that so that's like why I could see myself why not right it's a seamless and organic fit yes and <laughs> definitely attainable yeah I Keep think going, so too girl one time for yeah. Miss Carmen Mendoza thank you Thanks for having me. You guys are thank awesome. Thank you for everything that you're doing. You. Palante, girl. Yes. Keep it moving. And thank you for what you guys are doing. Thank you for having me and supporting Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Thank you. Are yes. we going to have like a customized summer edition of Kelo Que? Like, like it's not even It's not Kelo Que. It's a Kelo What? Kelo What? Kelo What? We should do that. Like, we should just do like, yo, what's up? So, Carmen. I don't know if we sound summery or do we sound high. I'm not sure. That's true. Is there a difference? You're right. That's true. Because I am that all summer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, being it, it's the summer edition and we're doing a customized Kelo K. What? Um, Kelo What? Kelo What? Um, Just uh, tell our audience where they can find you on social media. And about your shows, goddammit. Yes, yes. You should go to my website, Miss MS. CarmenMendoza.com and social media. Also, Miss Carmen Mendoza at Instagram. And come to my next show at the People's Improv Theater. When? It's October. All right. Come in October. We're having another one in January. Hit me up if you want to collaborate, if you yes. want to perform at my show, because that's what I want to do. I want to build relationships and collaborate with people. I would like to collaborate with you yes. very much. Yes, 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 Rachel. Very much. Wait, are we Thank seeing you. an exclusive you. here? Are, are we seeing? Yeah, I, I think. I yeah, think. I love what I think you it's do, happening. Rachel. You I know how you it is. You yeah. gotta. You gotta put yourself out there. We will be working together. Wow. I look forward to it. You know, <laughs> time out. Too. Time out. Because I also <laughs> said that I want Frank. Because what we discovered that evening is that Carmen's really into the uh, fake news, like Frank. Oh shit! And so that I've is been not like fake news. Well, he conspiracy. Means like conspiracy theories. Yes. Listen. Listen. The truth is out there. All right. <laughs> It's oh, still Frank. out there. The truth is still out there. Let's talk about the moon. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, we were talking about it yesterday. It's a satellite, all right? No, I'm just kidding. Frank's going to take you outside and just talk to you for three hours about the moon. Yeah, you so, guys just go get started. Yeah. All right. Oye, mijo, que show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina.
There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.